As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Ready for some SIF spoiling? Oh, yeah. All right, we're going to spoil Skyscraper now. So if you haven't seen Skyscraper, go away. Get out of the burning building. Uh, we don't want you to be injured by falling spoilers. Uh, we, <laughs> good, we, good. Yeah, well, we don't want you to uh, to have anything ruined for you. Also, we'll probably be jumping around, so uh, so it might be a little bit confusing. Yeah. Um, do you want to kind of go into the stuff we disagreed about first and just kind of hit it hit it there and then talk about what we want to? Yeah, so my big problems with uh, Duct Tape Presents Skyscraper is that <laughs> um, we we disagreed on the fact that I think this movie was painfully choreographed. Yeah, showed its hand too much. So, um, too much foreshadowing. I I'm think. just going to hit on the things that I thought were like, okay, obviously that's going to come up later. Mm-hmm. Um, number one is uh, the uh, turning off and on the phone. You know, like that's all you have to do to fix it. You know, I'm like, that's gonna somehow come back, and she's gonna use. Really? The... There's? Are you serious? You didn't catch that? No, I okay. just thought it was character development. Okay. When, and in fact, it's it's it might be my favorite emotional part of the movie when she says that. Really? Um, because I wasn't expecting it, and oh, okay. I and I and I was like that. I thought that was really clever. I thought that was really smart. So okay, uh, that, for me, that isn't the most painfully obvious. This is the most painfully obvious. Uh, whenever <clears throat> um, the uh, the owner guy takes Dwayne up to the actual Pearl, yes, and they're in that room, and then the the TV mirrors come up, and like mm-hmm. there's hundreds of them everywhere. I'm like, there's no reason for this room to exist. Like literally, there is no reason for the room to exist. So them showing that hand of you know this is what this room can do. Mm-hmm. It was so painfully obvious that was going to be like the big showdown room. Uh, yeah, I knew that was foreshadowing the final battle. Um, yeah. I don't know that I don't feel like that's as much of a bad thing as you feel it like. And I also, I guess, I would also disagree that 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 room wouldn't have a reason to exist. What? It's a per- tourist room, right? Like the idea is that you can turn that room into a way to see exactly where you are. So instead of just a glass floor. Like the room itself turns transparent almost, although it's not. That element of it was cool. I'm talking more about the uh, the 
projections that come up and right. you know there's uh different I, like wacky mirror room versions of you i don't understand what purpose that well could... that, i don't think that's was the purpose of them to do wacky mirror room i think the purpose of those was for people to stand in front of and then pick parts of you know the city or whatever and you know kind of look it was kind of you know how like the um what are the, like the uh, not binoculars, but telescopes. Yeah, yeah, you have, put like, a quarter in them. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. I think it was the version of that for the Pearl where you would have a station that would come up and you would be able to kind of, you know, play with it and kind of play with the perspective and that kind of thing. At least that's what I thought they were for. I thought that's what the Because you're outer, right, it doesn't make sense. I thought the outer panel, you know, like the spherical, you know, the dome they right. were in, I thought that's what that whole thing was for well that makes the, it feel like you're in the you know you're you're up in the clouds right and you're yeah, standing yeah. there i didn't but i guess yeah i guess you could have used it for that i but, just thought it was all tourist stuff and then you know but if it, i don't understand why it would be tourist because it was an apartment complex at the top wasn't it no i think the idea was the, the pearl was outside of his living quarters the pearl was in a different place so it would be like the observatory like on a tall building that's yeah. how i interpreted it at least but i thought like the lower i don't understand what the lower half of the building was for all i knew is the top half was residential right so the lower half of the building my understanding is that's like the amusement park like that's the the you know kind of the fun there's a zoo or not a zoo there but there's a park there there's Apparently probably mini- miniature golf <laughs> there you know probably a mall <laughs> probably lots of shops yeah um <clears throat> there could also be businesses it could also be you know uh, business floors that have been occupied by you know businesses doing stuff there um so yeah so i think that was the idea of you know kind of the lower lower levels but i will agree with your point that that is heavily foreshadowed like there, it, it was very obvious to me that that was going to come back into play. I, it just didn't yeah. bother me. I mean, it's you kind of have to do that, you know, in some ways, um, to foreshadow some things. Were there any other heavy foreshadowed things? Um, about? <clears throat> this isn't really foreshadowing, but I think that Pablo Schreiber made it too obvious that he was going to be a villain. Just well, his manner. He didn't have a lot of time either. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he he went out pretty early on. I thought he did a great job with that character. I really did. I About really like that guy, but maybe this just wasn't a good role. Not saying like he did a bad job, but I'm just saying like maybe like you said, his character was rushed or something. But I think that he really showed his hand, like you know, with you know the the evil smirks and stuff like that. I'm like, okay, yeah, he's obviously going to be a villain now. Um, you know where I'll agree with you uh, on that? I do actually think is a mistake uh, or or a bad movie making in some way um, is right when the elevator opens the movie makes it feel ominous. And I don't think we needed it, like, right at his introduction. Like, there's yeah. something about the way he's standing, the way he's staring, the way... And I'm and immediately I was like, okay, like, I probably would have figured out that he's, you know, setting him up um, because it's a fairly common thing. Yeah. I don't... I didn't need it to be that obvious. So I think I'm with you on that part of his character. Uh, and maybe I just didn't think about it again because it showed its hand so early on that. Yeah, uh, on that one. So, yeah. So okay. So, what did you get out of those scenes that I mentioned that actually led to you enjoying them as opposed to you know rolling your eyes, like the elevator or whatever? No, I'm, I'm going back to like you know uh, you said there was really you didn't mind all that uh, foreshadowing and stuff for like the, well, yeah, the spherical it's, it's, room and stuff like that. It's here and gone real quickly. And I was so engaged, especially with the the room, I was so engaged in the technology and just kind of the, um, 
the wish fulfillment aspect of it, of how cool would that be that uh, any kind of foreshadowing that was going on didn't bother me because I was excited to see that room and, you know, what it was for. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I just, I, it didn't, the movie never, never left me in a place where I would roll my eyes for long enough for me to actually roll my eyes. Like I was always engaged by something else. Uh, and I think, you know, and it, again, it could have just been the mood I was in. You know, sometimes you're just in the right mood for that kind of yeah. stuff. Another um, thing that I uh, scoffed at and I mentioned is physics breaking in this movie, which is all over the place. <laughs> we didn't even mention in the entire review that he has one leg. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, yeah. Which, honestly, can I be honest? That's kind of a cool thing. Like, it was, it was the fact that that is a part of that character, and we didn't even think to mention him, it makes it feel to me like it was just an authentic part of that character that didn't even seem like you know it wasn't consequential it wasn't gimmicked right exactly well, uh, there are scenes you know where it's gimm- there's particularly a scene where he's hanging upside down right. and his leg is which is breaking in off. the trailer yeah oh the scene where he's jumping is in the trailer the scene where his leg is coming off is in the trailer. i could not believe the stuff that was in the trailer yeah I could not believe that. But yeah, of course the leg plays into it, but what's interesting is we didn't even think it uh, you know to mention it. Yeah. Um so you know, we'll just mention it here, but man that leg it's I mean, it can it? it can stop a titanium door from closing. <laughs> apparently. Yeah. It's a strong leg. Yeah. But apparently not as strong as duct tape, which <laughs> did they sponsor this movie? What was going on with that? Oh, I thought that was funny. Yeah. Just duct tape everywhere. Uh what I'm trying to think of things that I was like, okay, that was super cool. But don't don't get me wrong, the room was cool. Yeah, it was just too like obvious for me. And uh, everything that he does in this movie breaks the physics. Like there was even this uh, YouTube channel that broke down that trailer and said he would have uh, he would not have made it to that building if he jumped. He would have oh, just went no. straight he down. Went straight down. He As would... people think that you like your momentum can carry you like 50 no, feet no no not it, at all <laughs> the, nope. there was actually a moment of like dumbness in this movie that actually had people laughing in my theater. which one was that when he's holding up the bridge holding up the so bridge. oh yeah, 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 yeah he's yeah. like i'm gonna have to I hold up the bridge so he just you know buffs out yeah and holds that bridge Hulks out yeah um that goes back to something i complained and i've complained about in movies forever I complained about it in the latest Tomb Raider. Why is the thing that they're walking across always the perfect amount of like three inches on each side from it, like totally falling off? Nothing is ever like, oh, wow, this thing's like six feet longer than what we need. We're fine. (laughs) Yeah, right. It's always perfectly inconvenient. Yeah. And it drives me bananas. Yep. Why can't you? uh, The right size board. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. Then he just pulls off of that bridge. Yeah. It's amazing. Uh, what was another thing? Well, I can talk a little bit about the family if you want me to. I was just about to bring them up. So, okay. yeah, go into it real quick. Well, I just, I really like her. I like that she has her own background that's mentioned so that when she takes out some bad guys, you can, you know, you can kind of go, okay, we we know she has some experience in can-hand combat, that kind of stuff. Uh, I really did like how they didn't make her the helpless wife. Yeah. She yeah. could take care of herself. She could, and she did. Yeah. And I loved their relationship. I loved the way she encouraged him. Um, I, like I said, I love the turning the phone off and on thing. That conversation was so beautiful because it's something in marriage that legitimately happens where you know you could figure out how to do something, but you know your spouse is the one who usually does it. 
and so you just let them do it. Uh, this is a legit thing. They call it brain sharing, actually, uh, which it can happen in marriage, it can happen in friendships, whatever. But the idea being is that's part of the things that you know that your memory is responsible for, and I've got the things that my memory is responsible for. Even uh-huh. even though we could both do it, it saves us brain space to know that the other one one has that. Maybe so, that's why I didn't pick up on that aspect of it, and I was just like, okay, that's foreshadowing. Yeah, maybe that's I didn't. Why. Even, I did not think once that that was foreshadowing anything, which I'm glad because I, I really liked that moment where she said, "I didn't even think about it when she rebooted it." And then when she was done, she was like, I turned it off and back on again. I was like, oh, that's so perfect. And it's so perfect because it means something to them, you know? And yeah. Yeah, that was, the, that was the one emotional part of the movie where I was like, I can't believe I actually am buying into the emotion of this movie. <laughs> uh, and the kids, too, I feel like, especially in that scene where they get separated, they oh, yeah. act like kids. Like, they're just running, trying to find somewhere to be. Uh, they get separated, and so she goes up somewhere. But it's never like they're smarter than they should be or more athletic than they should be. Um, they're kids, and it allows the parents to be parents and to be leaders for their kids and to be an example and to understand that adults do actually know more about the world and you know have a little more wisdom and things. I love the fact that one of the kids gets out and the other one doesn't. Mm-hmm. I think it's a very smart plot structure wise of a way to uh activate those characters in a different place and to still have um you know because without a hostage without there's his no kid there there's no stakes, right? Yeah. So I thought that was really smart um and, and by the way I love the the elevator falling thing. I thought that was really cool. Although way longer than 5 seconds. <laughs> well, it was way longer than 5 seconds. Also, the G-forces the would've... G-forces would have killed them yeah. going that fast, stopping that fast. Like they would have hit the ceiling. Yeah. Right? So hard. Um no, no, I'm sorry. They would have hit the they would have been smashed to the floor so hard with that inertia. So. I think that they would have uh, hit the ceiling on the initial on the jolt initial going. Jolt going. That's what I so meant. So she yeah. couldn't have pulled the lever and yeah. even if she could have reached down to pull it that Jolt yeah. of stop would right. have smacked them. Yeah, the inertia on that would have been crazy, but I did like, you know, I liked that idea. It was a cool effect. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, and also the fact that the family wasn't supposed to be there, that the family was never purposefully part of the sabotage. They were yeah. always supposed to be gone. I, I kind of like that the bad guy, you know, uh, the bad guys weren't trying to unnecessarily, you know, kill the family or anything. They just yeah. happened to be back there. I found that interesting. Um, so yeah, there's there's just a lot of that that I really liked that I thought, well, that's a little bit different and I like that family and I like their dynamics. So, yeah, worked for me a lot of that stuff. Uh villain is just nothing in this movie. Right, yeah. Which is unfortunate cuz if you look at like Hans Gruber, which this movie is kind of he's they're trying to make the new Hans Gruber mm-hmm. and they utterly failed. It's just disappointing cuz yeah, I guess I, I didn't need him to be any more than he was, but well, I, he was just a faceless bad guy, you know, and just kind of a meaningless bad guy. It just seems so pointless. Mm. Like if I had, if I, underst- but you understood it, right? Like you understood what the movie was saying about why he was. I know why he was doing okay, it. Right, I yeah. just didn't care. Right. Okay. Like, yes, he's breaking in to like get that really weird usb chip thing (laughs) yeah the tony stark usb chip is what i kept thinking of it as it's so funny to me that movies always have to make technological things look different and weird when you know the person who did that would just have it on a regular usb drive exactly yeah (laughs) um yeah it was this weird thing but like okay yeah he's just getting it because his name's on it 
and like he wouldn't have made copies. Like I guarantee, no, 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 no. it's not just his names on it. The, all their oh, like a whole bunch of bad guys' names are on it. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I they're all going to hold that against him. But I think that it would have been easier for them just to hire some black hat to you know just sure. hack and destroy sure. the infrastructure of that entire building. You know, just you know what else is cool? Just EMP the building. Sure. No. No. Totally. I under, I yeah. understand. <laughs> Um, well, an EMP wouldn't wouldn't erase a USB drive. You don't think so? No, 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 Does, no, no. It just disables EMP just everything. disables electro- electrics. Well, then magnetize the entire <laughs> building. I don't know how that works. Uh, I was just going to say, the, the movie also doesn't go typical ways where, um, like, for instance, they have um, parachute gliders that they take up with them. Nobody right. ever uses them in the entire movie. And I, I thought that's that's that feels more real. Like, that, you know... It, it seemed to, well. I guess one is used to kill somebody, right? Like he, yeah, he gets you know sucked out with it or whatever. But the guy um, who looked like John C. Riley, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they, but nobody escapes that way or jumps that way. That kind of thing. I thought the helicopter stuff was really cool when the helicopter uh, when they shot him and and basically he drove the helicopter into the building. Yeah, I thought that was pretty neat. Um, but yeah, yeah. There are just a lot of those kind of moments that I just I had a good time with. It always seems like. You know, there's something going on. So, what kind of futuristic fire axe did they put inside that building? Did you see that thing? <laughs> yeah, it's it like funny. that. Just goes to you know the back to the USB thing. Like they, everything has to look cool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't want to give off the impression I didn't have a good time in this. Movie. No, you never said you hated it. You just yeah. said it was just kind of eh, you know. It's just stuff it like okay. that kept me from really totally getting you it. know. Whenever I watch a movie, I always want to look for rewatchability. Mm-hmm. I didn't find that in this movie. I'm excited to see it. It was again. a one and done for me. Yeah, I'm excited a, to see it again. So the only thing I could see would see be seeing it on like a uh, laser IMAX. You yeah, know? just because of that vertigo feeling would be really prominent. Oh man, can you imagine those heights in 3D? Yeah, I remember when I watched The Walk um, in 3D. How inc- like it? I'd like like I couldn't control. Yeah. my fear. You know, uh, so I'm right there with you. That's interesting stuff. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I want to watch it again. I think the rocks performance I, again. I like hanging out with that family more than wanting to watch it again. I really do want a sequel. I, I would love to see this family get in something again, but that's sad. it's going to feel forced. You're right. I know. I know you're right. I know it's going to feel forced. Like it's, it's ridiculous. If they could figure out how to make a sequel and not have it feel like, you know what they need to do? They need to go the speed route. Even though it technically didn't work for Speed Two, change the uh, the change it from a building to a boat. S- just something, you know. Yeah. Don't you know? Like he's this like, all right, oh, I've done. Oh, this time we're doing underwater building. There you go. He's got to get his family family to the surface before it all collapses. Yeah. That turn it from vertigo to claustrophobia. Yeah. That would be really interesting. Yeah. There we go. See Hollywood. Yeah. Just give us a call. We know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, we, we fixed Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. We can fix Skyscraper right. 2 can, before it even can, happens. We can fix anything. That's what we do around here. Yeah. Uh, I don't really have anything else I necessarily need to mention uh, unless you have no, there's anything no that's bugging you. No, there's no big twist or anything like that to I guess dive I, into. I guess I will say also with that final scene in the crazy mirror room, mm-hmm. it makes no sense. It, it is one of the most ridiculous things to me to think that I'm those things... I'm standing behind Yeah, you. That, that kind of stuff's silly. It, when you're actually standing in a space like that, like I, I cannot fathom how you could actually be fooled that something you were looking at as a projection was actually 
not a person. Like it's not like they're wearing virtual reality headsets. It's not like it's in three D. Yeah, it's, it would be a two two D. You know. Yeah, I I don't get that at all. Have you ever Have you ever been in a house of mirrors? Yeah. Okay. Have you ever looked at it at the mirrors and thought, oh, that's where the person is is actually standing in front of me, but they're not. Whenever, no, not that. But whenever I go into a house of mirrors, I have a depth issue, mm-hmm. like understanding how far away I am from the mirror. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. But it, what I was going to say is, even in a house of mirrors, the reason it works, you can tell the two D person from the three. Well, person. but but even in a house of mirrors, the reason it works better than even this would is because the mirrors are all connected. And this, these are just panels that come up out of the ground. It's not even like they attach to each other. And there was no panel that was wide or tall enough to cover Dwayne right. the Rock Johnson. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So that 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 was ridiculous. But again, I just let it go because I'm having so much fun. Yeah. So and you, it was so painfully obvious that that was going to be the oh for the, sure because you know the uh, was what was his name the guy who built the building anyway him you mm-hmm. know that he's taking him through the tour in the beginning is actually. I'm on your other side, or whatever he says. <laughs> and you're like, okay, yeah, that's how he's going to take care of the final bad guy. Which, by the way, um, just the idea that you would announce <laughs> before you take care of him. It's yeah. like, I'm right behind you. Like, what? Just just take care of him. Like, why you got to tell him? Just to, just so whenever he's falling down, he he's thinking about, ah, oh, he got me. He got me. Yeah. He had that word he said. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, and it's an action movie. You have to have your final one-liner. It's got to have the one-liners. Yeah, you fired. Very nice. Um, there you go. I think that's all we have to say yeah. about skyscraper. Um, if you have anything, let us know. We'd love to hear from you about some of the stuff you liked, didn't like. Um, yeah, I can't think of really anything else. We didn't talk about the termine scene, but that's fine. I thought that was really intense. Yeah, really cool. It was fun. I thought of a movie, if we can't see 8th grade, we can review next week. Uh, Sorry to Bother You was out. Okay, yeah. We'll take that into consideration as well. Yeah. So for good things about that, too. Yeah. We'll catch you next week, guys. Woo! Bye! Bye. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.